0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman yes or no did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance yes i had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on nancy kerrigan i am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior i engaged in hello everybody happy friday oops the podcast here Francis Ellis, Julio Gallarotti. Julio, great to see you.
1: Dude, how's it going?
0: I'm well. I'm well. Um, Looking out at the beautiful woods of Maine again, you know, just bouncing around. I've got the club championship for my golf course in Maine this weekend.
1: Are you looking forward to it?
0: I get nervous.
1: Really? That's very cute.
0: I, I find that competitive golf is extremely tense and nerve-wracking and unpleasant, and I don't enjoy it at all.
1: That doesn't surprise me. I've, I haven't really played competitive golf in an extremely long time, but I imagine that it is the most stressful because at any moment, you can ruin your entire round.
0: Well, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's that. It's that every stroke counts. You have to play by the rules. You know, there's no... uh well, I lost my ball, so I'll just drop one here. You yeah, got yeah. every putt. There are no <laughs> gimmies. You got to count everything. You know? Dude, no- I'm
1: laughing because if, if that same uh, concept was applied to the bedroom, every stroke counts. There'd be a lot of happy wives out there, brother.
0: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <boy. laughs> Imagine if you were just humping and counting. You're like, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's You're right. You're doing CPR <laughs> on her WAP.
1: Dude, as I was walking to the computer to record this podcast, I was thinking about your signature phrases and how you say there are lots to unpack here or lots to discuss or, you know, Julio, you know... <laughs> And then I was like fuck, my signature phrases are so lame. They're like, "Oh, fuck, they're just like stupid." Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you can always work on that. You can work yeah, on that. Too. I mean, my signature phrases are are placeholders that are meant to uh let people know, "Get ready. Here comes some mm-hmm. thoughts.
1: Francis is back."
0: Yeah, I have go. I have uh I have I'm about to unload my brain on people. <laughs> um great. But I don't know, dude, I uh I got to tell you something. So you know, I've undergone this transformation in my life in terms of diet. I've tried to cut sugar out, right? Yes. How's it gone? Well, here's the thing, um, is it turns out I have this thing in my family called lipoprotein A. Okay. So apparently it's just a very sticky protein and it, I don't know much about it other than that it can lead to heart disease and it's hereditary, so it's not my fault, and apparently my diet almost doesn't affect it whatsoever. okay, so no matter how healthy I eat or uh, live, fuck, it's irrelevant. and so I had to set up a uh a doctor's appointment to get some blood work done, uh and then presumably I'll have a get my blood tests, which will show that I have this protein which is a bad protein to have. And then I will have a telemedicine appointment with a blood specialist who will then p- potentially put me on what's called a statin, right? So that's like a pill that could lower your whatever level. You've
1: had very unlucky health stuff.
0: Well, you know, it's just, it's just shitty that in the world... You've got people who can smoke a pack of cigarettes a day and live till they're 104. And then you've got people who eat like Spartans and exercise every day and who die of (laughs) cancer when they're 25. And it's fucked up. I think in general, the guidelines for good living and good health uh, apply to the broadest number of people, right? But I do everything I can. And. I'm not saying that this is, it's certainly not a death sentence. I'm not complaining. It's just another thing that annoys me. You know what it's I mean? very,
1: very frustrating. I, I, I feel for you. I imagine that you've had some, you know, quasi dark moments thinking about it and then snap out of it and realize you're fine. But I, I get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. No, well, it's fine. It's, 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 again, it's just another thing to, but let me tell you this, dude. So I called the hospital or whatever, the, the lab to set up an appointment. And unbeknownst to me, I was still in their system. This was Mass General Hospital. That's where the telemedicine doctor is. Cool. I was still in their their system from when I went and saw them as a kid. When I was in Jesus. seventh grade, I had a you know, stress fractures in my back. I had L5 S1 lumbar vertebrae fractures and had to go into this hospital and get that checked out there. So I'm still in, <laughs> I'm still in the system there. And this woman on the phone was, you know, saying like, "Are you still? Is this still your date of birth?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's still my fucking date of birth." And <laughs> you know, like, "Is it, are you on the same health insurance carrier?" And it's like, "Lady, that was that was 19 years ago." Okay, <laughs> no, I'm not still on. You know, because and, she, and the reason I'm frustrated is because she was getting frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, "Well, you're still in our system. I don't like yeah, if you're not. So annoying. If like this you doesn't apply anymore. Else. Yeah, then you need Jesus. to. And now, I get that these health people have been inundated over the last six months, unlike ever before, and I can only imagine the hellish and annoying conversations that she's had to put up with. Yeah, but that said, it is a job that requires the utmost patience, and don't don't lose your shit with me i'm i have the information i'm ready to play ball okay guide me let's work together to make this easy
1: (laughs) dude you know you should have done when she said is your birthday still the same you should have paused for a second and gone
0: no (laughs) not nicaragua where i've been uh (laughs) laying low for a while By the way it's lying low. I don't know why I said laying low. Oh, is it really lying low? It is lying low and everyone gets it r- wrong.
1: That's one of those annoying things where like you you're you're holding your tongue but you can't just hold it back and then you're just the guy who cor- who corrects everyone's colloquial speech.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one that the one that bothers me the most. I honestly don't mind um I you know what bothers me and I think I've mentioned this before. It bothers me more than spoken errors are written errors oh yeah for sure uh the biggest one is i could i could have done that if i had been you know if i had been there or i would have done that and then people write it would space of space done
1: oh that's a terrible one
0: Dude, people do this all the time.
1: That is a terrible. Would of
0: sh- is a contraction of would have.
1: Have. Yeah.
0: And you go would apostrophe v e, not would of this thing.
1: I was afraid that you were going to say that that apostrophe v e situation was wrong and I was going to feel stupid, but I'm glad no, no. that it, would of is insanely stupid.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> I the apostrophe's fine. It's just yeah. that at this point people make that mistake so often that I d de- uh i I, I, de- <laughs> I decontract it now to try to teach people would have. <laughs> i would have i say all my words i cannot i <laughs> you know i become an asshole i have not speaking like a robot yeah
1: you what about this is is it quote end quote or quote unquote like when you're like quote unquote Giulio Valerati. That, I, I,
0: I think it's Spoken. quote unquote okay because you by saying unquote you are ending your quoted material
1: so is quote end quote incorrect, or is it just quote unquote is how we say it, and that's how it should be said, and it's also correct
0: all right, give me the two options again
1: <laughs> all right, so like um, I'm trying to think of an example where you would put in quotation marks something like quote unquote. Fucking god damn it. What what's the thing that you would say quote unquote? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 Um you know, uh He he you know, he he hooked up with the girl for the first time and No, what about he oh, said shit, it the, didn't last quote unquote long.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Let's just or or even like oh yeah, all right, whatever. It's insane that we can't think of an example, but you know what I'm saying. Quote unquote quote end quote.
0: Yeah. Quote, end quote, or quote, unquote? Correct. I have to think it's unquote. Right, right, right. Um, Because, and what's strange about it is that we we offer the quotation marks in the speech and then say the word that would be couched within them. So what would make, I mean, what would make more sense would be to, to open say the
1: quote, say it and then end the quote
0: yes <laughs> <Yeah>. yes exactly
1: <laughs> right
0: and then we and then we, we when you're talking about we sometimes people say parentheses too eh not as much but nobody ever closes those parentheses
1: right right right, right. dude totally well <sighs> well you talking about health reminds me of uh you know our little health group. So if you guys are interested in you know pursuing a healthy lifestyle, message our producer Chris, chris.mp4 and uh get in the mix. Some good mm-hmm. positive vibes getting tossed around.
0: Yeah. Hey, <clears throat> I read this story about um the University of North Carolina. They allowed students back to campus. Mm-hmm. The kids were there for one week and four clusters of covid sprang up. Mm. Uh And one was at a frat house, the others were in these residential areas, and it's looking like these happened as a result of kids partying together. Mm -hmm. And then the student newspaper at UNC blamed the administration for allowing kids to come back to campus in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically said, you know, the kids are also to blame, but the administration should not have allowed kids to come back to campus because kids can't be expected not to party and socialize. Mm -hmm. And the question is, who do you side with there?
1: The kids for sure. Really? I, I, I was getting, sensing that you did not, which is I'm I'm excited.
0: Here's, here's my thought. At what point can we expect young people to take responsibility for their own health?
1: I mean, listen, they're allowed to go into the classroom and sit next to each other. Why aren't they allowed to party?
0: Because there's a big difference between, you know, going into a frat basement and putting on House of Pains jump around and then, you know, (laughs) spitting in each other's eyeballs and singing the lyrics to that song versus sitting, you know, socially distanced in lecture halls or having, you know, two thirds of the class. Uh, watch it on zoom the lecture and is that the policy or not that's well i know that a lot of classes are being offered online and it and i would imagine that now this is this is conjecture but that unc prompted these kids they you know said to them before they came to campus these are the risks these are what we're doing to you know to, to mitigate it and to make it a safe place we're offering all of our classes on on lecture online, right, if you want that method instead. And you can come back to campus. But please try to avoid partying in groups of 200 or more, right?
1: Uh, again, and, I mean, listen, man, if that was what they said, I agree with you, but there's no way to prove that that's what was said.
0: Fine. Do you really think that there's a scenario where the administration at the University of North Carolina did not provide mountains of paperwork, emails, alcohol edu type classes saying we're, we're this is the new normal and do your part
1: i not mean like probably but dude at the same token i mean people have been it's been incredible to me how like reputable institutions have been like taking a gamble with this across the board you know what i mean
0: i guess but i i just think that at some point if you're 18 years old if you're 19 years old and you come back to college you need to know Hey, I'm an adult now, and I can't, I can't just do the same shit that I've been doing. Things are different. We're part of this.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't agree. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I think that 19-year-olds are kids. I think if they're allowed to go back to school, I think partying is as important as learning about Plato and would have and would have, you know what I mean? It's these like yeah. important experiences that are part of the college experience. If you're going to go back, like, how can you not, you know what I mean? I don't know. Don't, don't come back to school if there's going to be COVID. That's you t- know,
0: you set up a beer pong game. You, you play with your roommate on your side of the table. And instead of throwing the balls in the beer cups, you use cups of water and then drink a beer on the side. That way the balls don't con- cross contaminate.
1: That's dude. That is, I, and I hope that there are kids out there partying responsibly because that's, that sounds like a great fucking guideline. I don't know how easy it is to enforce with binge drinking, but I don't see why you couldn't be. You know what I mean? In the in the interest of keeping everyone healthy, I agree the gathering is stupid. But if the college is like it's okay, that's probably why the kids are like, okay, it's fine. They said
0: just, the adults. I, I don't. I doubt that the colleges said it was okay. So what I do just do they don't
1: say exactly. Come yeah, it's, pay. it's hard to
0: know because we weren't. You know, we're not students there. But the, the student newspaper blamed the administration for not for, for allowing people back at all and basically said yeah have, you know look here's the thing kids are going to go back to school covid's going to happen mm-hmm. kids right. seem to spread the disease a lot right and i don't know if that's because Spreaders. you know they're just putting their fingers in everything or <laughs> in each other make, you know making out <laughs> left and right whatever it is <laughs> yeah that's, It's, it's it spreads like wildfire <laughs> among young people and for me Yes, we cannot expect fifth graders to keep their hands to themselves. We can't expect eighth graders to keep their hands to themselves. High schoolers, you should be able to tell them, guys, this is the new way forward. College students, definitely.
1: It seems like wishful thinking, man. I couldn't even make it to 11 a.m. class as a sophomore in college. It was too early. Like, I was a fucking loser. (laughs) brain dead moron. Like I was a moron. All I care. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I never made it to my art history class once and I ended up getting a C plus because I crammed the night before I took Adderall for the first time ever, which led to a decade of using it. Um wow <laughs> it was dude I I I it was the only grade was this final. I didn't know a thing. I crammed, I got a C plus somehow, which I think is a miracle. Mm-hmm. I got a C plus in the class. I was a loser. Dude, I, was, I had paying fifty thousand know, dollars a year of money I didn't have that I'm now paying back. Yeah, insane.
0: So yeah, not- you don't you don't look at it that way at the time, you know. <laughs> you don't you don't have that worldview.
1: Totally, dude.
0: There, um, there was I had I had my roommates my sophomore year my buddies had a an award which I didn't really participate in because they were in like one room and I was off to on a separate room but I was like part of. The big block of rooms. Gotcha. But they were four guys in one room, and they would elect, you know, a roommate of the week each week. And the criteria that went into deciding who had won that award was <laughs> who could, who had attended the least amount of class.
1: That's crazy.
0: You know, uh, who had uh, like slept the least, who had had the most to drink that week know stupid shit
1: was it a sarcastic award was it like you're a loser or was it actually a thing that was an honor
0: i think there was there was a self-aware irony in it gotcha gotcha um but it also championed a a a very you know how checked out can you be right um and i have a friend who we you know that semester was taking four classes just like the rest of us and he would attend one to two hours of class per week. Because <laughs> he had like one mandatory, you know, we Discussion, call them section. Whatever. Yeah, with, with with the teaching assistants or whatever. And they basically take attendance there. Mm-hmm. So he would go to one to two hours of class a week. And he got like a 3-5 that semester.
1: Wow. I always take my hat off to people like that who figure out a way to get it done.
0: Oh, just, I mean, it speaks to how irrelevant attending college has been for 15 years, if not longer.
1: So that it brings up an interesting point that the structure is there and it's helpful and it works. If you don't do it and you're fucking up and not doing well in class, you should be doing it. But if you can figure out a way to not have to do it and still get good grades and, and learn, God bless you. Right. I mean,
0: dude, maybe, right. I think you're giving a lot of credit to kids and saying that if not for their ability to get to class and to be told the lessons in person, they would just fall apart or not do anything at all.
1: And that's what it was for me. When I started going to class, I started getting good grades.
0: And there may be a good slice of kids for whom that is the case. Right. However, when I was in school, almost all of my classes certainly the big lectures that I took were available online. Right. And I knew that I wasn't going to go back and listen to them. Right. And so I went to class because of that. Right. But if those classes had only been available online, I would have taken, I would have listened. Right. Right. And so I think that given the way things are right now, Kids need to suck it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. They need to say, well, yeah, okay. College is not what it meant last year. It isn't what it was five years ago, you know, and if you were defining your college experience by the Saturday morning tailgates at the football stadium and your ability to go watch your USC Trojans, you know, play football or your, your frat or all this stuff. It's like, sorry dude i mean you were in it for all the wrong reasons
1: (sighs) dude but isn't it i mean i never did any of that shit but it sounds fun and Uh, like of course it
0: sounds fun it sounds fun
1: i'm all for deferring though how do you feel about that like taking a year off and waiting for it to be normal
0: i was and now i don't know that i feel that way anymore I, i think i think it depends i think it depends if you're a senior i would not defer Because because you've already you're already seventy you've paid for seventy five percent of your degree, okay, and you're right there you're close, right? You've done the
1: college you did it all. I see. Yeah. What
0: is taking a year off going to do? Right. I understand that you don't. It's hard to justify spending fifty thousand dollars on your final year of college when it's not going to be what it was in the past. Right. But you're so close to the end line that you might as well just suck it up, burn that tuition. <laughs> it's easy to say, you know, burn that tuition. Get At this point, you're paying for your degree. You've already had most of your college experience. Mm-hmm. Because deferring a year, unless you're going to get some kind of job that is going to help you chip away at your student loans, which is very unlikely, by the way, a current college student being paid for one year of work enough to like offset. Right. I think just finish get your degree and then start working on it. Right. Not no, to I, mention the job market for recent grads hopefully in a year will have improved over where it is right now.
1: Right. I I just know that me personally I wasn't mature enough to handle college right away. And I wish that there was some world where I could have just been mature enough right away or like somehow kick myself into gear. So that deferment option in my mind is great, especially if you're just starting. I get what you're saying as far as if you're almost done, just finish. I don't disagree necessarily. I mean, I guess it's different for each person. But I always felt like I went to college too young anyway. And maybe it's just I'm a late bloomer or whatever. So that would have worked for me. I get that. I guess it's an individual thing for everybody. But I think that if you want to fucking defer, defer. But I agree. If you're almost done, you might as well just fucking finish and -hmm. then go get a job when things are normal or something.
0: I don't know. I, yeah. That's, that's how I feel. Yeah, that's good. That's how I
1: feel. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now, and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to the, all of you sitting in the stadium, and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical. An industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, "Ooh, that's pretty." And also, it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm. Download it now, dude. So I saw. So I had a very funny moment uh, yesterday. I saw. I saw Adderall for the first time
0: in oh, 2020.
1: Boy. I saw it he was sitting there in a little bottle and
0: was it, it your bottle
1: no no it was somebody that I, that is uh, at the house of Me's bottle and i haven't seen adderall in 2020 wow but seeing it do you remember in lord of the rings when bilbo sees the ring for the first time in a while and yeah he goes, oh my old ring <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and that ends with Frodo taking it back, and Bilbo goes, "Ah!" Like he has yeah, and he monster. looks, really,
0: he becomes a monster for a second. Yeah. It's one of
1: the scary. It's like one of the scariest moments in the movie, randomly. And I started to feel like that, and then started laughing to myself. I was like, "Maybe I could just ask for for a half." Yeah,
0: just, just a, a second. Half. Just a second.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I chose not to, but I fantasized about how much I could have gotten done if I had taken it, but I didn't do it. I'm just still holding strong. No all in 2020 for me. I man. think
0: uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, you know, I remember watching an episode of The Real World years ago where there was an uh, an alcoholic on the show and he would would not be able to go to a bar with them because the sound of the ice tinkling in a, as someone was shaking a cocktail would set him off and make him need a drink.
1: That is insane. That's so, fuck, that sucks. I'm so happy I'm not that guy, at least.
0: Well, sure. Um, but you you realize these triggers for people who are addicted to things can come in the form of a smell or a sound. Definitely. Or a sight or any of those things. So, you know, that's that's got to be really tough.
1: You were saying that smell... Uh, that smell is the biggest trigger of memory, right? Weren't you saying that the other That's,
0: day? I remember hearing that in, an, I think, an Old Spice commercial, and I believe it to be true.
1: <laughs> but it's true, man. Like, do you ever smell something that just reminds you of your grandfather or something, and it brings yeah. you back to being five? It's like a crazy thing.
0: I, 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 for me, there was, um, yeah, smelling Axe body spray, which, you know, you don't smell too often anymore, but it transports me right back to middle school when, you know, girls would definitely <laughs> want to hook up with me because of the Axe body spray I was wearing.
1: Fucking middle school, dude. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: dude, so I've been, spend- I've been spending a lot of time fantasizing about things during this. Good. Not sexual things, just like life things. And I've decided, and these are certain things that I'm embarrassed to admit out loud, but I'm going to do it right now on the podcast. Good. One of them is I've always wanted to go to all 50 states. I'm about to complete that.
0: Whoa, uh, really?
1: Yep. yep. Uh, assuming that everything goes according to plan, which there's wildfires all over the country now. You know, who knows, knock on wood. But I will mm-hmm. complete that by the first week of september which i'm excited
0: about that's incredible because i'm actually just a, a couple you know a couple quarters away from completing my 50 state quarter map that i got wow. um i've been missing two for a very long time and i stopped collecting 15 years ago so <laughs> I don't think it's getting done. So congrats to you on, on beating me that with the actual physical visitations.
1: What are the two quarters you don't have?
0: I think I don't have North Dakota and I don't think I have Hawaii.
1: Okay. Good to know. I'm going to have to get those for you.
0: Yeah. Keep an eye out.
1: As a gift, dude. Um, So that's the first one. I'm very excited about that. The other thing that I want to do is I want to go to every single country in the world.
0: That's not going to happen
1: do you really you really i did the math okay so i've been to 30 countries which is like a decent dent there Mm -hmm. is if you if you want to be technical about it and the way that i see it at least you could say there's 196 sovereign nations yeah in the world i think there might there's some give or take with that um and i think if you go to six countries a year if i go to six countries a year for 30 years i've done it
0: do you know how many countries six countries a year for 30 years is it's not that many dude you're talking about going from like Paris over the channel to London and then flying to Germany and then dipping on down to Belgium and Luxembourg. Yeah. That's an easy six countries to knock out. You know, what's not an easy six countries to knock out Syria, (laughs) Qatar, Lebanon, uh, you know, Iraq, Iran. Do you know how hard it is to go to those places?
1: It's not hard to go to Iran. I know Iraq's hard.
0: How are you going to go to North Korea?
1: It can be done. You get a visa and you take the train from China. I've looked into a lot of this stuff, yeah,
0: and then you come home and you're a vegetable, <laughs> and then we unfortunately have to say goodbye to you because your brain stops working two weeks later.
1: See that I understand that that's the rest, and I've been thinking about this. the The deeper I get into life and I have a family of responsibilities, my family's not going to be okay with me doing that. I'm gonna tell them, listen, this is my purpose. If I die, I died honorably and you, and and I'm a unique individual and you'll all love and respect my legacy and it'll, it'll encourage you to go after your dreams.
0: Your, your purpose, (laughs) your purpose is to check the boxes of the countries. It's my purpose. I think you have more of a purpose than that. (laughs) I believe in you much more than that. (laughs)
1: it certainly starts to get expensive there's logistical issues obviously with dangerous countries but i believe that in a decade those dangerous countries will no longer be dangerous as as is the cyclical fashion of politics in the world i think that i will eventually have opportunities to go everywhere the pacific islands intimidate me a bit
0: oh where the yes is cannibalism (laughs) rampant there maybe that's really ignorant i'm sorry
1: there's a country called Nauru. That is very difficult to get to, I've heard. I think you have to take a barge to get there. And Hmm. sometimes you could get stranded for a few months, which sounds not ideal. No,
0: not fun. Not fun. You know, all of Africa, dude, like what are you going to do in West Africa?
1: Most of West Africa is easy to visit. There's a few countries that are like, they have almost no infrastructure that are very difficult. But again, I hope that with investment in African infrastructure from the Chinese you know, in 10 years, it'll be okay to visit the Central African Republic. I just have to believe
0: <laughs> that in 10 years, you may have a little baby girl on your lap and trying to explain to her that you're about to navigate rebel forces in Ivory Coast, got to run for a couple weeks. I know. It's not going to be an easy sell to your I know, family. I know, I know. I'm
1: going to have to hire private security. There's a lot that goes into that. And dude, I picture this conversation like in... Uh, it's a Wonderful Life, where I'm like, I never get married. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, wants to see the world and ends up staying in the town. That's just going to be me. Oh, marry,
0: marry, marry, marry. Dude, <laughs> y- y- I would start with the seven continents. Okay? I think I've done that already. No, you haven't been to the Arctic, have you?
1: That's not a continent. I'm sorry, right, Antarctica is the is Antarctica, a continent.
0: Antarctica, yeah, sorry. Fine.
1: Not Antarctica excluded, I've been to, I think, the rest of it. Actually, no, I haven't been to Australia either. What the fuck am I talking about? But I've been to Africa, South America, North America, Asia, Europe, and then there's just two more, right? Uh,
0: Yeah, that sounds right.
1: It's a good start.
0: It's good. It's good. Um, so you should try to knock out Antarctica because that's really hard to get to.
1: So I was thinking that because that is not a sovereign country, that that's a bit of a loophole, and I don't have to worry about that. My goal would be to complete all the countries so early in life that the Antarctica trip becomes realistic.
0: Oh, my God. You're <laughs> out of your mind. Dude, so I, I was thinking. Is it wanderlust? What is it that provokes this?
1: I think it's called – I think the term is wanderlust. I was, you know, I was poised to do my six-country goal this year. Last year, I did it. Two years ago, I did seven. The year in between that, I wasn't able to, unfortunately. Um, but you know, I could stick to the pace and even this year, like I was thinking in the fall, if things start to open up a little bit, I could go to some Island, Island nations.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, well, well, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry to be so, uh, unwelcoming of this (laughs) idea. (laughs) I need
1: this. I need this. It's okay. I
0: think that, you know, you have this idea that, okay, well. In 10 years, maybe Syria will have quieted down and maybe it will be stable. But at that point, the problem is that, yeah, maybe Syria will have their shit together. But the, the countries that you would visit in tandem with Syria, whereas Syria might be fine in 10 years, maybe at that point, Lebanon will be exploding or, you know, some of the some of the countries around that you were planning to knock out.
1: Right, right. Well, I've been to Lebanon, but for the, for, for the sake of example, fine. I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah, and Jordan. I don't know. Y- right. You could find yourself like in a, there are certain corners of the world that just constantly seem to be operating at 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. 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 Like cent- Yeah, totally. Are, you know, it's powder keg central. I mean, I don't think that there's a point, in our lifetimes, where there is no country on earth that is not at war,
1: unfortunately, isn't that sad?
0: And it just it just shifts.
1: It's a bummer. I know. Like I like. Yeah, I know what you mean though. Like El Salvador is not going to be a pleasant trip in the foreseeable future. Venezuela will not. Like there's plenty of those places. But right. Colombia wasn't a safe place to visit 20 years ago, and you, or 30 years ago, whatever. And no one could have imagined that you could go to Colombia. I went a few years ago, and it was fantastic. Yeah.
0: It's a good point. Northern Ireland in the 1980s, 1970s, you know, car bombs going off, civilians being killed left and right. Um, And now Ireland, Northern Ireland's a nice place to visit. I went and played golf there.
1: Dude, when are me and you going on a trip together? And the question question. is, will it be a boy's trip or will it be a couple's trip? And to be honest, I'm open for either because I like (laughs) your girlfriend and I like you a lot.
0: (laughs) It would be fun. It would be fun. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't have any plans. This whole thing uh, made me realize the joy of being in one place. It almost had the exact opposite effect on me that it had on you. Somehow it stirred your desire to travel and it made me want to buy a rocking chair. All I want is, fucking is a great. view of the ocean and a rocking chair.
1: It's very nice. It is, And very maybe nice.
0: like a, a high powered bird watching telescope.
1: <laughs>
0: and some sort of clock that tells me the tides.
1: That's, oh, that's very lovely as well.
0: Those are the things I want in life. I've, I've simplified my pleasures.
1: Coastal Francis.
0: A nice uh, frosted beer mug with a local IPA to end the day peloton bike set another pr yesterday by the way yeah which one 20 minutes 20 minute ride
1: wow i mean i i'm assuming that's extremely impressive which i've seen you working out before and i was impressed so
0: well the, i here's the thing i was working out on the peloton so much before uh july before i came back to new york city went to the hamptons and then bounced around and, and really was not able to commit but prior to that trip We had been in Maine since March, and that was when I was I was doing Peloton four days a week for for months. And I was starting to like crank every duration of class, I was setting personal records like every week. I just kept breaking my own record. And then I went on that trip, basically took like three or four weeks off from Peloton, was still jogging and stuff, and came back and the me who had set all those records was now so far out of touch wow. for me to chase that i couldn't believe that it was i who had done it this sounds like a
1: sci-fi fucking tv Dude. show you were chasing the you that you once were that's exactly right
0: that's, that's exactly right and <laughs> and i i will start off for the last you know for the last month i've been going back to i've gone back to 4 days a week and i've been really crushing it and there are some days where i sit down and i say okay I'm going to chase myself today and I feel good. I've slept well. I'm not sore. Today's the day I'm going to break an old record and I will stay with myself for half the class. And then I will say to continue keeping pace with the April or May version of me will kill me.
1: (laughs) That's fucking crazy. And
0: I don't understand how I was as fast as I was back then. I don't know what was different.
1: That's crazy, dude. Were you fucking juicing back I, in April?
0: <laughs> honestly, you know what? You know what? I think it might be. I think it was that that period of time, March, April, May, was so dark and barren and austere. Mm-hmm. At least in May in Maine, like there was so little to do, so little was open, mm-hmm. and we were just cooking every meal cooking simply, eating simply. And my whole life revolved around like my Peloton scores and you know, whatever, there there was no distractions.
1: Dude, totally.
0: And so every day I was just cranking it up higher and higher. And dude, I got to say for the last month, I've been growing more discouraged because by constantly being left in the dust by myself, I had felt like, that you know i had peaked athletically and now it was all downhill from here dude totally but yesterday i beat one of my prs from may or whatever what a
1: great feeling and what a great way to always have some kind of goal to chase
0: yeah chasing yourself trying to better yourself it's tough man it's tough but
1: congrats that's an exciting you know personal 2020 milestone
0: hell yeah catching um how's your weight situation what are you working on what do you got
1: thank you for asking. I mean, I have been sort of pursuing, uh, and this is unfortunate, but I feel that I'm at the age now where like, before I hop back on the, on the wagon, uh, as they say, or as before I quote unquote, hop back on the wagon, <laughs> there's an example. Yeah. Um, good. <laughs> before I do that, I need like a reset where like, cause my body is just all puffy from eating shitty. And if I work out, I'm going to get injured. So I have to like take a reset where I eat healthy and I eat, reasonable portions for a week, and then I exercise. I had a very, very active day yesterday. Um, I played tennis, I played great, I'm hitting my backhand, the best I've ever hit it. I biked a bunch, I did this and that, so it's great. Um, As far as, but as you probably know, and I don't know if this is a thing for you, but when I work out, again, I lifted some weights yesterday too, it doesn't take much to get sore because you haven't done it in a while, so that feels good. So I'm not proud of myself by any means yet, but I feel like I'm on a good path um, to to like look presentable at least um, next week and uh, just in general, I hope. So I so just I feel better when I'm being healthy, you know.
0: Next week is the big the big reveal.
1: Next week I have to have my shirt off.
0: The stakes are high. You will be shirtless. Pictures will be taken. People will be posting them, with with or without your approval. Uh, it's out of your hands, and you yeah. have to really get it together before then
1: yeah and i feel like i've I've laid the groundwork to a degree and been pretty good um not a saint but my goal you know it's in such a short period of time my goal is to be is so that when i leave the room people aren't like julio's gained weight
0: yeah yeah <laughs> in a
1: way that's like you know not a big deal like i don't think they can tell when i'm clothed so that's good and uh-huh. hopefully by then i'll be in like a pretty good spot where you know i look all right
0: good. Well, I wish you the best of luck, man. That is a that is a scary thing. Uh, <laughs> to to face down. I know. The pre- the pressure of that, uh, you know, cuz most people man, I I I can sympathize with women who, you know, want to lose weight for their weddings mm-hmm. uh because you know, that all those eyeballs are going to be on them and, you know, that so many photos are going to be taken and all of that. That's a lot of pressure. Sometimes you'll see women for weddings go overboard with it and then they show up and they look skeletal and colorless and (laughs) you think, well, how, you know, was it worth it? Like, are you even going to enjoy the wedding? But, um, Dude, you know she's on the verge of fainting up there, <laughs> uh, but dude, I, have you been? To, have you ever been to a wedding where the bride lost too much weight?
1: Um, no, but I've I've seen people who lose too much weight and they think they look good and they don't, and that's a yeah. fucked up place to be in. I've been there before. I before
0: think so. that once you are that committed, you don't know what your goal is because you get to a point and you're like, well. I'm here and I've still got three weeks to go. I might as well keep shedding. This yeah, wasn't I'm here and
1: far. I still hate myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden it's it's uh, you know, you're 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 choking behind your your wedding dress.
1: Dude, totally. I and I know. think, you know, that's a lesson to everybody, you should feel good about yourself while even while you're trying to get to where your goal is, because you're not gonna feel that much better when you get there, probably. You Thank might no. and if you do great, but shout out to the oops uh healthy lifestyle group. Let's go. Yeah.
0: It. If you want to be part of that DM, Chris, we can throw you in. It's active. We are we are talking all the time. It's a good initiative. Everyone's trying to, to look their best and improve their lifestyle, and it's good to have support for that. So. Yes. Um, well, let's wrap there, dude. Good to see you today. Um, have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, we're coming to the end of summer. Surreal. Uh, so, you know, make sure you d- – do your best to look good these last couple of weeks, and then it's all downhill from there.
1: Yeah, and you got a lot of alone indoor quarantine time to get yeah. back on the wagon. So Cuffing that, so.
0: season, cozy fires, make some s'mores, bulk up, uh, balloon. Do whatever you want. Lose all regard for yourself and, and, and get fat <laughs> and disgusting. Um, <laughs> I'm Francis Ellis. He's Julio Gallarotti. Uh, send all your thoughts and ideas to oops, the podcast at gmail.com. We will see you next week.